I guess, uh, are we live right now? I didn't hear uh, the intro or anything of that, so we have to apologize. Uh, we had some technical difficulties here. The rap with Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black. I'm still not hearing myself. So, Bro, technical uh, difficulties, that's just... I don't just, hear you either. I think we can make truth. the world, call the world right now, technical difficulties. Yeah, the whole uh, the whole spiel. And I've been seeing it across the board, man, on, on different shows. You got teachers trying to do online classes. Like, everybody is technical difficulties. And I thought it was really cool, man. You Molly Karam Rose, Jalen's wife, was on, a, was on the ESPN show. Yeah. Uh, this morning, and they're they're all week. They've been kind of having issues as they're trying Have to they? yeah. because nobody was set up for this. Man. Right, nobody was set up for this. I hear you now. So now we're right. there. We go. Damn, I sound good. You do. Yeah. Anyway, we're here on the wrap, uh, a, a shortened edition for this one. We were going to have T.J. Lang on the phone, but we will do that next week for sure. So uh, I love the T.J. Lang, general manager T.J. Lang. If he's listening, had his priorities straight on Twitter. Yeah. TJ wants to golf. He does, and I want to talk about that in a minute, but I want to welcome you into the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in uh, Farmington, Tom Asway alongside Clarence Black, and, uh, you know, things are going on, and yeah. uh, golf is uh, one of those things that you play outdoors, obviously, and you don't have to really get close to anybody, and I know TJ uh, was chatting about it uh he took offense to a couple of people saying, why can't you play golf? And people are running around in a park. Right. What's the, it's the same crap. Yeah. You're out and about. Just call up your golf uh, your golf uh, clubhouse. Do it online. Say, look, I'm going on at 8 a.m. Yeah. Put me in. Here's my money. Over, and there's know, do nothing, it Venmo. I mean, there's nothing you really, there's nothing you need to do if you're a no, course. I just mean, bring I, your you, own Bring you your, bring your own, own equipment. That's it. Um, you know, you think about the carts. I mean, you make some Lysol wipes available. Yeah, wipe forget your... the carts. You know, you walk it. If you want to play golf, you're yeah, going to you walk, walk it this time. I, I'm all for it. You walk it. I'm all for you're it. You walk it and you talk it. You can do that. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. You know what I wanted to ask you about today was this story. I'm going to put it up on the screen here. I don't know if anyone could see it. It is Kirk Herbstreet. Herbie. Number one football analyst in America. Not a popular guy right now. But the man told the truth. The man tells the truth. Yeah. And I'm, this is something I'm nervous about. He is putting it as the NFL and NCAA football he thinks should be postponed this year. Talking about this fall coming up because he doesn't think this virus is going anywhere. And you know what? I kind of you hear so many things from people, not only the news, because I really don't even watch the news. I do a lot of reading. I, I'm on Twitter constantly. I'm on the New York Times. I'm reading uh, Yahoo. Anything I can get my hands on. Google News, whatever. Right. And you hear, and then you hear from your friends that some are doctors, some working uh, down south at Duke University, for instance. And you hear these things, and this thing could be going on a long time, man. I'm, I heard from someone it could possibly go into into the Christmas time, which would be. So sad. But you know what? Our goal is to stay alive here. Am I correct? Yeah, man. Isn't that the whole game? Our priorities have all changed. And we were talking about this um, a little while ago with with some of our our fine folks here at NRM. And, you know, I I jokingly said, you know, I'm supposed to make a baseball payment for my son's travel baseball. And I kind of got half of mine to say. Well, you're not doing that. Like, like, really? No. Did they actually bill you? Well, I... (laughs) I got to send it in because it's a part of the, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, it's like I think it's one of those where 
you know, if and when this all does subside, he's still on the team and yada, yada, yada. But I just was kind of like, you know, I, like we we aren't – it ain't playtime. No. And it's a, it's a sad I, – I, I'm getting more and more resolute to understanding, man. And, and, you know, you got kids, I got kids. Like you said, man, you I, I feel this for my children. My three daughters who were supposed to start softball where, you know, in our in our community we're supposed to start softball soon. My son's supposed to be deep in the into the, the training right now, getting ready for tournaments next week or next month. And it does, it hits everybody. I think about, you know, the the think about this, Mass. The travel sports industry eclipsed the billion dollar mark i think six or seven years ago i think it may have been like 13 or 12 or whatever but so think about the the just the number of people who are venue owners who and granted i know like parents out there will say like what i pay for ice time and field time and court and all that but there's a there's a flip side to that which is the people that own these venues that have had to shut down that depend on you know, you're talking about a billion-dollar industry of training yep. and equipment. It's just and another small business that really isn't a very yes, small business. Yes. I mean, and I think about my friends who are trainers who are trying to figure out in this new world how I do virtual training. Right. How can I do training well, look at, Peloton. at home? Yeah. How, how ahead of the game were they? Way ahead. I mean, we all laughed and made fun of those commercials that they put out. I said the same thing. Out. said the same thing. But I'll be damned, man. I have friends that are hooked on this Peloton. Yeah. And... They're and just I bet, nothing I bet is really that stock is, I bet that stock is taking off too. You're not kidding, man. Um, and you, you know, you think about some of the the other things. Like, I had a friend of mine say, you know, I because they're bringing out some of the movies now. Earlier, mm-hmm. I think the Invisible Man was one in theaters. Now they're going to bring out Bloodshot is one. That this, yep. I think they're going to say. And AMC is like ahead of everyone here when it comes to they're putting their movies out online. Yeah, it still costs a pretty pretty penny to but get. But what them. a great what a great model! And I think that's the same thing that people are understanding about their sports. Same thing, like, hey, look, I get the whole. I been to a Lions game with four kids. Kind of okay if I don't do it again, given what I know it costs me, but. Mm-hmm. Man, I love being at home and eating when I want to eat and going to the bathroom without having to wait for a quarter and a half. So it but we all have to understand that this is here. It's here. It's not going anywhere. And it hit me like it really did. It kind of hit me when as I was reading Herbie's article. Bro, the remember I said aftershocks. Yeah. The amount of people. Remember what you have to do to have football? You gotta have. You gotta feed them. You gotta protect them. You gotta house them. Then they hit each other. Think of how hard it is, man. If I told you a mall's gonna stop, a mall's gonna lose all its inventory and open up. You gotta replenish inventory. You gotta get your people back. You gotta. It's gonna take you thirty days just to get, just to get moving. Let me read a, a cut, an excerpt from uh, this story, and it was uh, broken to TMZ Sports, but it was. Went on ESPN Radio uh, late last night. It's Kirk Herbstreet. And he said, uh, quote, I'll be shocked if we have NFL football this fall, if we have college football. I'll be so surprised if that happens. He goes on to say, just because what I understand, people that I listen to, you're 12 to 18 months from a coronavirus vaccine. I don't know how you let these guys go into a locker room, let stadiums be filled up, how you can play ball. I just don't know how you can do it with the optics of it. 
Kirk said if he was the NFL commissioner or in charge of the NCAA, he would shut it down ASAP. Next thing you know, you got a locker room full of guys that are sick, and it's on your watch. I would not want to have that on me. As much as I hate it, he says, I think we're scratching the surface of where this thing is going to go. We are. And that's the scary part. It is, man. We have not one iota of a clue. And we have President Trump saying we're going to start next week, back to normal, by Easter for sure. There's not a chance of that. Who's going to be the first one to do that? No. My son My son is supposed to. My son starts high school in the fall. He's supposed to. So typically, typically college is the end of July they get going. Um, and then the NFL, same thing, like what, mid-July. They're kind of, they're rolling. Yeah. But the reality is, is, and we, we talked about this, when are you going to feel comfortable with certain things? Well, you like, you're, you're a parent like me. When are you going to be okay with your daughter making close contact with some opponent? If at all? Yeah. I mean, how are we going to repopulate our culture. And that's that's the phrase I've been thinking about. How do we repopulate the culture? Like we made a joke like I, we bro, I love Cruz Amir. You love Cruz. I, of course. Joe's are you kidding me? I'm going to go to Joe Muir's oh, and have, have myself a, a big old uh, T-bone right Listen, now. Listen, when the minute this thing clears, you and Miss Mass and me and the wife are going to go to to Joe Muir and ball out. Listen, I'd Ball be happy out. just to go to B-dubs I again. I know. I miss B-dubs. I miss it. Right. I the just want to you... sit there and sip on a Diet Coke with lemon. Yes. And have my red, have my hot wings, have my wings with Asian zing, some buffalo <laughs> chips, and some, and some uh, blue cheese dressing. I'm so desperate to do that. Now, let me ask you this. I'm yeah. so hungry for it. I wanted to order out and go pick it up. Right. But when we're going to pick up this food? How the hell do we know who's preparing it? You don't, man. That's what I mean. You don't it's know It's a anything. crap Listen, shot. It's all, it's all a crap. I had a guy today, man. So I had a leak in my daughter's bathroom, uh, the oldest daughter. And so a plumber came out, man, and, and you know, my, my first instinct was to shake hands. And then he was like, no, we got it. And I was like, oh, shit, yep, you're right. Yeah. But I was like, man, this guy just literally came into our space yeah. to work. <laughs> And it didn't hit me until he left. Exactly. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Could I have in, did I just endanger I've, my family? I've had two roofers in and out I, of my doors for the past two weeks. And see, I'm like, but but the part of me was like, I man, I felt like I was doing something good, you know, the guy's working and you gotta keep those guys working and because the reality is that shit ain't gonna stop. Roofs are not going to stop leaking. No. Pipes aren't going to stop leaking. Furnaces aren't gonna stop going out. ACs aren't gonna stop going out. Transmissions aren't going to stop. I, I, I feel like I'm in Planet of the Apes. You are. And I so feel what, like Charlton Heston looking at the Statue to, of Liberty. What I think is going to happen. And so here's where, I've, and I've been hearing people talk about this, right? And this is this kind of has been upsetting me a little bit. Oh, you know, your grand, your great grandparents got through the depression, and but well, that was different because they did that by, by gathering, they pooled resources. It went, hey, you got bread, I got produce, uh, Bobby's got meat, let's all, and we'll eat together as a way to battle the lack of resources. Because our enemy was economic. We can't do that. I can't say, well, hey, Mass, here's what we'll do, buddy. I'll come over to your house and, you know, me and, me and TJ will help you with the roof and then you're going to come over and help me with the plumbing and then... You know what? We'll all go to we'll all go to Darren's house and we'll help Darren 
get his get his fix his his fence and blah. no, and and the whole the whole problem with this is that it's the isolation is the thing that's supposed to help us is the also the thing that's the most dangerous which is you you are you're made to feel like you're on an island. I love that I get to come here and do this. I think it it's it helps me. It's my a wife, therapy. I'm, my wife is, is is always asking me, "Are you sure you're okay going to work and stuff? Are you oh, are you yeah. okay?" And oh, I'm like, God, yes. I need to go. I got. You know go. what? There's a part of me that's guilty about yes. being here too. No, not at all. Because I'm going home to my my kids. I I don't want to do. I Listen, don't want anything to happen I'm to my assuming, kids. That's number one. I'm assuming my people are doing the right thing. I've been telling yeah. my kids, man, for washing your hands, wiping stuff down. The only thing that I would say, man, is, and I'm serious about this, like, look out for other people. Yeah. Um, if you have, if you know you got 57 damn bottles of wipes, you don't need 57 no. bottles of wipes yet. Go help somebody. Yes. Like, my neighbor I know hoards hand sanitizer. Yes, like, come on, man. I've knocked on her door a couple of times. It's like, baby, look. Like, <laughs> come on. And so that's the that's the part of it for me, man. Is but I hope that people give it their best. I do I've, too. I, I'm I am gonna make a concerted effort starting today, and I told my I'm I'm not gonna watch the news anymore. I ha- I don't. I'm I'm gonna take this time. I'm very blessed in that, man. I've got a hoop. I've got baseball training stuff. I am going to invest knee deep into my children. And play games. That's what I've been doing. We've story. been playing like, cards. We are we've going been playing to the game of life. We played the other night. You know Never what? And we're gonna we're gonna do Monopoly. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna that's my, can I come over? Brutal. No, I know. I'm not allowed. They to. Are, the kids are brutal. I play cutthroat too. Yeah, I mean, so we, do go, I. Hey, we cutthroat. My kids will cry by the time I'm done. Oh with yeah, them. it's like what the, you you left them dice sitting there. Like, hey, you want to buy that? I'm not sure. I, nope, hey, done. I got a story for you, but we got to take a quick break. <laughs> yeah. But when I come back, I want to tell you a story about last night watching a movie with my one daughter. Okay. The other two were upstairs with Kathy. Me and Lily were downstairs. I wanted to in, in, invest and, and show The Godfather. Okay? Uh. We wound up going to a Bronx Tale because I didn't have a DVD of The Godfather. I only had a Blu-ray, and my Blu-ray is off. My DVD player is playing. Long story. I just want to tell you about that little situation. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We're here on The Wrap. I think TJ Lane is going to join us right after the break here because i got uh, an important question for you too okay. about mafia you what you you're a big mafia fan oh number 1 i got a question for you that's going to hurt you it is oh it's going to blow your head off you're going to hold it right yes i'm going to hold it take a quick break listen to jim reel and our friends here at NRM streamcast be right back this is jimmy king and terry foster king and foster only on NRM streamcast Check out the newest member of Jim Reel's family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reel's friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Start Something New sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $145 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2020 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reel's friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim. Hey, we're Joe and Sarah. From Pop That Culture. Uh-huh. Yes, it is a show where we talk about uh, pop culture. The only uh, the freshest yeah. pop culture. Uh-huh. Really? Well, I mean, it might be a couple days old. I we don't know. Save a couple dollars. Yeah, you can watch mm. us at noon, and then if you watch us at another time, then that's not so fresh. Hey, back on The Wrap, Tom Asaway, Clarence Black here on NRM Streamcast, live from the Jim Reels, friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. Hey, I want to thank our friends 
at Tim Hortons. Hold up your little cup there. Clarence is going to be our, our uh, model here. Visit your local Tim Hortons drive-thru because we're still open. We know that these are difficult times, and while it's like, you know, your day-to-day routines have changed, you can still count on your favorite cup of Tim Hortons coffee. We're encouraging all of our guests to use the payment feature on the Tim Hortons app in order to have a low-contact restaurant experience. You can also order ahead and earn points towards free items. Our Ooh, friends can I add something? Tim Hortons. Let me add something. Yeah, add something. And if you get the chance, <laughs> you go ahead and get your coffee black and hot. Just like your favorite host here at NRM. Oh, my Clarence God. Clarence Black. You are the worst Billy D. Williams ever. Get that hot black coffee, baby. Hey. We're, yeah. We're back. It's Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black. I think we got our buddy T.J. Lang. <laughs> T.J., you there, buddy? I'm here. Can you hear me? You know where T.J. is? Where's T.J.? T.J. wanted to get him some hot black coffee. He might have. See? Now, listen, David. See? If T.J. doesn't pop up here me? on TV screen, I want you to call him on his phone and put him on. <laughs> All right, so Clarence and I are just going to keep talking while you try to get T.J. Lang on the phone. All right, now, go ahead. Hit, hit. I want to tell you, hello, last hello, night hello. I watched Bronx Tale hello. with my daughter, Lily. All right. One of my favorite movies. I've seen it a hundred times. Yes, man. I've, I've met Chaz Palminteri. I love him. I've seen it twice at the Fisher Theater on a play. He did a one-man play, and then he had an ensemble cast. Get out of here. Just this past couple of months ago. Wow. It was great. It was phenomenal. Did he I pass away? It. No, Chaz is still around. All right. And it's a great story. I wanted Lily to, you know, like it. Yeah. The day before this, we watched uh, Flamingo Kid with uh, Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon, one of my favorite yeah. movies. She loved it. But I see she's on her phone a couple of times while we're trying to watch this movie. And I'm like, Lily, put your phone away. And I got mad because my daughters, they have to be on their phone. I'm like, yeah. give me that damn phone. Give me the damn phone. And she got pissed off at me, and she hasn't, you know, we weren't talking. So we didn't really enjoy the movie together last night like I should have. Yeah. But it pisses me off when you're trying to watch something. I explained to her, listen, I'm 58, you're 17. I think I know more than you when it comes to being, uh, being with somebody else. You're trying to have a good time with your dad or your friends, right. and you're on the phone. That's like cheating on me. You're cheating on me. It she is. could not understand I that. would ask you to look at this differently because this happened to me too, and it happens frequently with my son. I'll try and introduce new movies to him. We sat down, him, my wife, me, last week, man. You know what I had him watch? It was Saturday. We watched Wildcats. Oh, wow. That's a Kurt Russell. He was dying. He thought it was hilarious. But during at one point during it, he was looking it up. Well, what he was doing was he was like, Dad, that looks like the guy from so-and-so. <laughs> and so our kids live in this day and age where – information is so readily available that a lot of times with my son, what I've realized is I have to kind of let, because he's just inquisitive. And if I don't let him get it out, he'll spend, he'll be sitting there antsy like, well, then he'll be asking me, well, like, Dad, what, what movie was that guy in? Like, well, well no, no, he looks they familiar. Have to know everything no, no, he's right the guy, then that's, in there. Like, that's the guy from Major League. Is that Wesley Snipes? Like, yes. Like, it's almost like he builds up to where if I just say, bro, it's Wesley Snipes. It's Nino Brown. Like, yeah. yes, you're good. So what I wanted to ask you, though, so I'm assuming that you have seen, so you're a fan of the Mafia yes, variety. I'm the, that's my genre. So you've seen a little something called Mean Streets. No. You never, you've never seen Mean Streets? Who's in it? Harvey Keitel. I love Harvey. De Niro. Oh, I love De Niro. You've never, Bobby you De never Niro seen was in Mean Streets? You like Goodfellas. Oh, yeah, I like them. All right, here's your homework assignment. Godfather's my favorite. Watch Mean Streets. Mean Streets. If you've never seen Mean okay. Streets, mean, up until Goodfellas, the standard, the really? standard for like 
thugged out street. The, it was Mean Streets. Now, are you a Sopranos guy? Loved it. Loved the Sopranos. Loved the Sopranos. I could start the Sopranos again and watch it. It'll probably be the fourth or fifth time that I've watched the entire series. Another series I can go to, it's not not a gangster, but it's Mad Men. I love Mad Men. I love never, never got into it. You've got to watch it. Never got man. into it, man. You might have been just a hair before your time, um, but I really appreciated yeah. the I old mean, the Because Mad Men came out in my mid to late 20s. But I'm talking so about they kinda... go back into the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And, you know, you know that's in my almost not in my wheelhouse, but in, in something that I really love that era. All right. I love the, the dapper dressing, the beautiful women. Uh you know those secretaries with the tight skirts and uh, I want you I want you to see young De Niro it's going to blow you away it's good to know and it's a Scorsese so mean street it is a, it's a yeah, it's I'm, a Scorsese man I've heard of that movie I just bro never it is the it's well it's low key it was a young Scorsese it wasn't yeah. a big and you were looking at guys before they were who they were right so when you see Harvey Keitel this is Harvey Keitel before he was Harvey Harvey and yeah. this is De Niro before he was oh, De Niro know. really well think about Serpico he yeah. wasn't Right. He wasn't. That was when he was first really pumping yeah, up. Wasn't, wasn't that Pacino? At, yes. He, yeah. Yes. That was Pacino. Wasn't Pacino yet. Right. You know, so just, bro, I'm telling you, it's going to, it's a mess with you, man. It's going to, I'm telling you. All right. I saw it, I saw it, dude, and everybody was like, yo, one of my, so when I was a drug rep, one of my physicians, Italian, he was you were like, a drug listen, rep? yeah. I didn't know that. He was like, kid. You made some money. I, we were talking about good fellas. He was like, kid, no, Mean Streets, kid. All right. I was like, get out of here. He was like, Mean okay. Streets. I saw it and I was like, "Damn, good to know." Mean Streets. Now, oh, you know, did you watch Ozark? I did not. It's on that. Uh, Jason Netflix. Bateman. That saw star- it. Never th- started it. Season three started last night at like a midnight. So my wife and I will start it tonight. She'll fall asleep like sixteen times, yeah. and I'll have to wa- rewatch <laughs> the freaking episodes with her. I hate watching TV with my wife. I hate it. I love it because my wife is when she's in. Yeah. There is like my wife is like this. Don't touch me. Don't kiss me. She does not want to be bothered. My wife is like a when she's in, yeah. bro. She is one hundred percent dialed okay. in. You know, my wife used to be that neurotic. Way. She used to be that way, but now she's got so much going on. She's on a freaking computer, her phone. She's checking with school, no. especially nowadays. Yeah, the way it is the last couple of weeks, especially. Tell you what I did with my wife, man. Last week it was so hot. Like I was like I wanted to remarry her. Really? Sat and taught her Texas Hold'em. We drank wine and played Texas Hold'em. You know what my wife and my, and uh, mother-in-law taught me last what? week? Hand and foot. It's a it's a cana- game like Canasta. The hell is Canasta? It's a card game. Oh, well, no you never heard canasta. of it? What, what in the history of our relationship would lead you to believe I would know what no damn Canasta is, man? No. That sounds like a, have a you heard cream. It sounds like a cream you would put on can something you, itchy. Can you play what is that? What is that rash mask got? I don't know. Put some Canasta on that shit. Can you shit. play Euchre? Yeah, I can play. Right, I'm a I'm a euchre. Euchre ain't nothing Nazi. but white spades. I'm a euchre man. I love euchre. You can play spades. You can play euchre. I can play euchre. Big bar, little bar. I'm I'm with it. All right, that'll be another thing. We'll, we'll check that. we'll check out your skills. Listen, man. I taught I taught my wife Texas Hold'em, and I let her win the last hand all in. She took my took my money. Sweet. It's hot. All right. It's so hot. Love so, Mrs. Black. Love you, girl. So you're so still digging on Mrs. Black? Oh, huh? immensely. Good for you. Immensely. Good for you. Tom Hasaway, Clarence Black here. On the rap, and I want to bring up this other story. Well, we I think T.J. Lang eventually will appear on the show. And if not, we're going to get him next week. But here's something that broke on the Yahoo last night. And uh, it's on the coronavirus. And it's it seems like they figured out how this whole thing started in Italy. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I and was reading that, They're man. pointing it back to a game in the Champions League soccer on February 19th at Atlanta playing at Bergamo, a small city in northern Italy. Home stadium seats around 21,000. Well, wait, Doug, you got to make sure you clarify for the audience. It's not Atlanta. It's no. Atalanta. 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 I did say Atalanta, but that's my but, bad I mean, accent. Atalanta. Atalanta. See, I didn't know that. You're right. My bad. Anyway. They play in a small stadium that did not meet the UEFA's uh, standards for a high-profile game. So, the team hosted the game at Milan's San Siro Stadium, which had more than 40,000 people there. So, they are, according to the Associated Press, more than 40,000 Bergamo residents made the 37-mile road trip to Milan that day as the coronavirus was on the fringes of Italy's radar, had not felt the presence yet of it. So, as fans mingled, celebrated, and hugged, as Atalanta secured a 4-1 victory in the first leg of a series that advanced, the winner advanced to the Champions League quarterfinals. So they travel home, many in tightly packed public transportation vehicles. Now, the city of around 120,000 people has 7,000 coronavirus cases with 1,000 confirmed deaths, which makes Bergamo the epicenter of the most deadly outbreak of the coronavirus in Italy. They are calling it a biological yeah. bomb. It's going back to February 19th game, a sporting event. And we all say sports rules. I mean, you're looking at the number one sports fan in the world. I'll put myself up there with anybody. But I understand that you can't play the games, obviously. Okay. We have people fighting for their lives here in Detroit. We had a, a, a terrific couple of people pass away in the city of Detroit this week. One of them you knew pretty well. Uh, I knew him. I don't. I don't, don't want to insult the people that really knew him. Marlo Stoudemire was. Yeah. I mean, Marlo Stoudemire was an icon, man. He was a, a city advocate, philanthropist, um, a true, a true steward and icon of the community. Yeah. Um, this was a man that went to Harvard, that was climbing the corporate ladder, and decided that no, I want to go back and give to my community. Um, thought of, thought nothing of himself. Always thought about others, and. You know his death, uh, Graham Graham Davis, yep. uh, communications director for uh, for Detroit. Mayor Duggan. Yeah, you know he had um, cancer, but yeah, he did pass but, away as well. Uh, and Curly Neal, and not that that it's come right. out about we don't that, know. but we don't know. We don't know. I, but it's famous it's, globetrotter. It is being suspected that whoa um, that that it may have had some. I mean, it. Listen, man, this thing is is legit. What's important about the story? Before we go to TJ, what what's important about the story and the, and the reason why it, it has the context is that they had already known about the virus. So by February 19th, it had already been making the rounds, and yeah. people were already concerned. They were already being asked to maybe to do some social distancing. And so the point of the article is that this is what happens when you don't listen. When you don't listen, yeah. when you don't take it serious, when you keep playing the games, because there were people, I mean, this was kind of the, I told you so. Yeah. And there were people at this point that were already saying like, hey, we don't have a handle on this. And people, oh, no, this is Atalantia versus Valencia. We have to play. And if is this is, well, people are hugging each other, high-fiving yeah, each other. But and not, then they're riding home on public transportation. But not worth it. No. Not worth it. And look what happened. They're calling it a biological bomb. February 19th, Champions League game in Italy. And we bring on TJ Lang, our, our good friend here at RM Streamcast, former Packer Super Bowl champion, former Lion, former EMU standout. TJ, how are you, buddy? Sorry about all the trouble. Can you hear me, Maz? All right. Good talking, TJ. TJ. Can you hear me? We lost TJ. 
TJ, we really talk, like you. We appreciate you. But, again, uh, talking about this, this game. And uh, what a story it is. If you want to check it out, it is on yahoosports.com. Meanwhile, uh, the United States here is starting to pick up more and more cases. Clarence, what, what are we uh, – how many – do you know how many cases we have right now? Man, I know we I are climbing. I, Aren't you know, we, I, I are stopped, we the most infected country? Um, I don't think we are, but – Again, our cases are rising because we got it. It started to hit us so late. What's scary is that we're we haven't even gotten to the apex of this thing. Because again, remember that the only way to get tested is by the t- so here here it is. By the time you you get tested and you're symptomatic, it that that's over with. At that point, you're symptomatic. They want to know if they want to know for sure what they're dealing with. But it's the number of people who are walking around asymptomatic that we don't have a hand on we don't have a handle and that's the part that i think is so frustrating and that's why people that are saying and again man i don't and i don't want to get political at all politics is forget it but i think it's unrealistic for us to say in some form or fashion that the economy is going to be open for business i'm no no it's not and i think what herbie is saying Going back to the Kirk Herb Street story of saying well, yeah. football but should not only, be postponed Not only that, already. and this is, this is what I would put to TJ or Darren or any of the – when would you feel comfortable blocking somebody, TJ? When would you feel comfortable, Darren, hitting somebody or taking a hit? Like, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I, I don't want to be anywhere near people like that. I love my gym, man. I love Berkeley Fit Body. Shout out to all those guys, man. Shout out to everybody that does fitness in the community. It makes it amazing. I love working out with my soldiers. I, we have to accept the fact that the people that you're near could put you in danger. Yeah. It's just the reality of the situation, which is why we all have to continue to practice good hand washing, good and hygiene, sanitizing. I think we're doing all right here. Yeah, I man, mean, we wipe this. There's only, there's only five of us in the whole building here at NRM Streamcast. Uh, myself, you, yeah. uh, David and Angel, down, man. that's we four. We got Jess down. here and, and Michael Schulman, our, our boss. And uh, I think Paul Benzman's here today. I think he's yeah. doing a show today at 5 o'clock on business. After after uh, our show, by the way, I'll tell you what. Darren McCarty and uh, Nick Antonucci will take it over. We'll be in here just in case because yeah. these uh, technical difficulties, you never know. Hey, listen, 25 man. on 19 coming up in just a few. Everybody out there, we're going to be here for you. And I mean, I'm glad that we get guests and all that, man. The world just it it's gonna have to slow down for a little bit. Yeah. For a while. For I mean, I say a little bit, but you know, I, I think Herbie is onto something here and it's amazing to see, you know, the people rip him and oh he shouldn't have said that and oh where does he get off? He's not a physician. Well, I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to prepare people for the reality that, hey, listen, man, your pros can do whatever. But when you're talking about high school kids and college kids like football is an intimate game. Mm-hmm. And by intimate, I mean it is a contact sport. Basketball it's a car is an crash. intimate game. Yes. Basketball, car crash in, in shirt sleeves. You're, yes. I mean, talk about sweat versus sweat. Basketball will be number one on that. Football and hockey right there. Baseball, you can get away with it. A little bit. A maybe. little bit. They're not banging into each right. other. But, you know, it's still going to be the locker rooms. But you can clean. Those kind of things. I'm not worried about sports right now, to be honest with you. I'm perfectly happy. Last night I finished my OJ, uh, <laughs> Made in America, 
You know, I stayed up till almost two in the morning watching that. Although I've known the story a million times over, yeah. but I can't still, get enough OJ. It's still when you when you watch it though through the lens that they give you, it is it's different, man. You know, it. You want to laugh? We might be able to get OJ as a guest hilarious. on the show because you know what? Mostly everybody is available all of a yeah. sudden to talk. Yeah. People want to talk. So I want your suggestions. If you guys want me to book somebody, yeah. send me a note. Well, I told send you, Clarence dude, I, listen, a note. Hey, man, I, I am working on one that if we get, I may pee on myself, man. <laughs> Who, you tell I me? Go, I'm, no, I'll tell you off the air. I won't surprise it for the listeners, man. You I'm think we got a shot? I think we do, brother. <laughs> I think we do for a few reasons. But um, Hey, I'm a sports junkie, guys, <laughs> as you know, and I've said it a million times. I'm like a kid. Well, and they're human, man. And so they're, they're, I thought what was cool, we had Christine Brennan on, and it was just like, if you think about it, all of them that I've, like Christina, she's like, I've never seen any. There's nothing. There's nothing to compare this to. There's nothing to compare it to. And one of the reasons that makes it so different, and this is no disrespect to, to, the, to the depression at all. I can't imagine what that was like. But you, you had a contact and you had a, a community from which you could rally. Do you realize that right now, man, we that people don't know how, it, people are passing away every day still. Like that's not stopping, and people are like, I can't have a funeral. I know, or they have to have a small one. Hey, guess what? You can't have weddings. Yeah, you aren't going to have graduation. My friend might be saved by that. By the way, I've been trying to talk him out of this hey, for a long time, but hey, tell him. I told him this is uh, this is it. You know, um, graduations, high school graduate proms. You know, this is. There is a there is a loss to this. There's going to be some grief to this, especially for our kids, for our high schoolers, for our for our travel sports kids. I mean, it's going to we start getting into June. It's going to hit them. And then we get into July and they're not it, it's this is going to hurt for a little while. And it is on all of us to figure out the best way forward. But you know I love I love that we're here and we're able to do this and talk to people and. I love it as well. And you guys can give us a call anytime that we're live on the air, and we're usually doing that between 3 and 4 in the afternoon, uh, 844-999-9249. We'd love to take your calls if we can get it on the air or not. Yeah. That's another story. But, you know, that's today is just one um, of those days. But I want to go back 100 years ago. Yeah. The 1919 or the 1918 influenza pandemic. Yeah. And that was right after World War One. It's known today as World War One at somewhere between 20 and 40 million people. The most devastating epidemic. Well, I know in it was really called, but we don't history. we don't we don't use that term anymore. I guess it's Which politically one? incorrect. What's that? The Spanish flu. Yeah. Got but I mean, that's a historic. That was a historic term for it. So I yep. mean, it's politically correct, and it's just historically accurate. It's it no was the disrespect to the Spaniards or the <laughs> of Latinos. Course not. Come on, guys. Well, look what they've done with this one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Trump was calling it the Chinese flu at one point. Yeah. It's where supposedly it originated from. But they found that a human H1 virus had been circulating among humans since around 1900. So that was yeah. almost 20 years prior to it breaking. And it picked up genetic material from a bird flu just before 1918. And then it became the deadly pandemic strain. It's, and people forget about I mean, that's 100 years ago. Yeah. And here we are today with this virus that we don't know anything about, really. We don't know how long it's been around. If that thing was hanging around for almost 20 years, this thing could have been hanging around well, for remember almost 20 that years. We, and again, not to be, I don't want any creationist to go crazy on me, but if we, if we take the science of evolution and our time on this planet, it is, it is small in comparison to many other organisms, you know. 
man has not been on this planet as long as some viruses. There are viruses that that predate us by a by several million years, they say. That we live in a, we live on a very active planet and that planet is filled with many things. Lots of people. Lots of people, lots of, you know, plant uh, organisms. We're, we are we, we are way a, yes. overpopulated. We have pissed off mother nature somehow some way. But we got to understand that hey, every every now and then this planet rears its head and it it burps and it farts and it belches and we get natural disasters yeah. and we get viruses and we get, you know, all these things that are just a part of living in unison with a very active planet. This is the price we pay for this beautiful world is that every now and then, every, you know, we never again, plague, flu, all these different things throughout our history. This is the price we pay for being humans and, and, and occupying this beautiful space that every now and then can kind of come up and remind us how very small we are. Tom Azoy, Clarence Black here on NRM Streamcast, live from the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. Wish we could just talk sports with you, and I guess we could. The draft, Dang. NFL draft, still staying on April 23rd. Roger Goodell putting down the edict. Goodell warns league around. He warns everybody in the league. He says, a public discussion of issues uh, talking about the draft series and is not useful. He's like, do not talk about the draft. It serves no useful purpose and is grounds for disciplinary action. In other words, if you start bitching about we shouldn't have the draft, we can't get in our team headquarters, they're saying you're not going to your team headquarters. I don't care where you are, all 32 NFL teams, you're not allowed in them. You must go somewhere else. Got to go to a hotel and get a and get a room at a hotel. Get a, uh, a what do you call them? Uh, conference room yeah a conference room i don't know what the hell's wrong with me anyway you get one of those and he wants the draft to go on i like what adam schefter said why don't we make this a seven night event one round a night yeah start at eight o'clock go as long as the hell you want you're not even on the clock we'll give you we'll give you 20 minutes a team to make a pick start even at seven o'clock if you want to and go who cares where else you think i'm I'm tuning off where else we got to go what else do we have to do let's do it do it on April 23rd. Give us something to look forward yeah. to. Well, I heard somebody make a great point. Was it, you know, they ESPN was has been promoting the um, the Chicago Bulls, you know, 10-part event. It's oh, like, yeah. do it now. Yeah. What like, are we're clamoring on? for basketball. Like, why would you wait yeah. till then when it's right here? You got no programming. You're like, come on. Like, you know just, what I like to see? Just, let's do it. Why don't you play the last 40 years of NBA Finals? Be awesome. Go forty years yes. back. Go to nineteen eighty, and play. Well, you know the, what? Play, I think the Lakers and the Sixers were nineteen eighty. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Well, the Magic Bird game was yesterday, but yeah. nobody replayed it. No, the, the NCAA. Nobody. Game. They didn't replay. It Would have it. been great to hear Dick Enberg like, and Billy. Packer. Why wouldn't you just Would've replay the game? Oh my God! What is ro- what is wrong with you? You could have months where you're able to just show. I mean, there there are so many things that. I think people have phenomenal ideas. I, I saw one that, that was saying that MLB, the MLB network, should literally do a retrospective where you're talking about, like, the great players, right? Like, like you think of how many young players never saw Roberto Clemente. Oh, he was my, why first, not play, my first favorite player. Why not play some of his games? How many oh people God. never saw Jim Palmer, never saw oh. Nolan Ryan throw? Oh, please. Like, these are beautiful can, games. Can I see the 1971 All-Star game from Detroit? The greatest all-star game in the history of sports. Can I see that? Was that, that the Reggie please? Jackson yes. roof? Yes. Like, yes. Roof shot? Yes. 
More Hall of Famers were in that game than any other game ever played. Well, how about this? Can I FS, see that game? FS uh, Detroit. How about the bird? I'd love to see that Monday night ba- baseball yes, game. Howard Cosell bird. was calling it. Warner Wolf from New York. Yeah. Nonetheless, the bird. Wow. Um, you know, we had Dan Dickerson on last week, and, you know, he, he had a great one, man, 2006. Oh, I'd you love could to replay, see that. You could replay 2006, and nobody would say a word. No. I'd watch a game every night. I'd watch if it in a heartbeat, bro. Herman, be, what's wrong with you how guys? cool would it be to watch Herman's 90, uh, those Lions, with the 91 Lions? I would love to see the Thanksgiving Day game when, against the Bills. Uh, when the Lions beat the Bills, the first play they do a they do a, a flea flicker to Herman yeah. Moore. It was like a seventy yard bomb from Scott Mitchell to Herman Moore. I mean, that game was amazing. So you many could. great games on there, Thanksgiving. There are just so many things you because they do they put you on the the great things you've seen always put you on the edge of your seat. No matter how many times makes you you've feel seen, better, it makes you feel amazing, man. Amazing. By the way, the Lions signed two more players today. Former 49ers linebacker Elijah Lee, former Chiefs linebacker Reggie Ragland, two excellent special team players. They are quietly putting together a hell of a special team. Well, Reggie was. If a, we ever get to watch, this. wasn't Reggie like a? He was, was a high pick for the Chiefs. He was in sixteen. He was, but he's down here now with the Lions. Lions have a, a very crowded linebacker room. We'll talk to Dave yeah. Burkett, Mike Mike Rothstein next week. Again, T.J. Lang rescheduled for next week. We'll get everything ironed out, but we're getting you ready for Darren McCarty. And Nick Antonucci and their antics coming up here on NRM Streamcast. We're going to hang out here just in case something doesn't go right. So uh, for Clarence Black, this is Tom Mazaway. We're wrapping it up here at NRM Streamcast. Thanks for listening to The Wrap. Don't forget Foster and King, King and Foster, next week as well. We'll try to keep bringing it to you folks. You got any suggestions? Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up. You know you can find us. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black for NRM Streamcast. Have a great weekend. Stay healthy, everybody. Be smart.